Are mids really mid? This week on Fire Footwear. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Fire Footwear, a sneaker podcast. I am your host, Matty Ice. I hope that this finds you well, and I hope that you enjoyed the last episode I talked about hype. And before that, in the return episode, I talked about what does it mean to be an old head in sneakers. And it's funny because in the inspiration for this particular episode, I was thinking about both of those things because the topic that I mentioned at the top of the show, mids, specifically Jordan 1 mids, are about the least hyped and least loved thing by most old heads out there. And it got me to thinking, I wonder why that is. Now, Air Jordan 1 mids are probably the most hated on thing when it comes to mainstream sneakers and sneaker culture. The Air Jordan 1 is probably the most loved and coveted silhouette in all of sneakers. I'm not really sure that there is that much debate when it comes to that because it was the first one. Michael Jordan made it famous and we have since blossomed from there to what we have today. It's actually pretty amazing if you think about it. The Air Jordan 1 holds a special place in sneakerhead culture because of the fact that it was the first and it is really steeped in history and nostalgia. And we today in 2022 love both of those things, more specifically nostalgia. When we are tapping into nostalgia at every single turn, something like the Air Jordan 1, which is representative of all of that kind of thing, plus representative of the culture today. And it's very much, I think it's very much a, like a medal that you put up on a rack somewhere or a trophy. If you have a really coveted Air Jordan 1 high top, that means or it feels like you have made it in terms of sneaker collecting. And what has happened since 2001 when the first Air Jordan 1 mid was released, and more specifically probably in the last four to five years, is that the Air Jordan 1 mid has gotten a lot of love from Nike specifically and Jordan brand, yet it hasn't gotten that same kind of love in the culture. It's not as if people are out there wearing hyped mids all the time. As a matter of fact, when you think about mids, most of the time you think of them as trash because most people see them and talk about them as if they are trash. If you look at the legit market and you look at the rep market, the rep market is not making a lot of mids, but Nike is making a ton of mids. And I'm not even talking about like a couple per year. I am talking about hundreds of colorways of the Air Jordan 1 mid, different materials, different inspirations, you name it. They continue to come out with them. And what's interesting is that most of the culture don't find them that appealing. I don't really see that many mids out in the wild. Then again, I don't really see that many hype sneakers out in the wild in general. But really, I think the idea of bringing the mid to the forefront, at least from Nike and Jordan brand's perspective, was to give people complaining, I guess like myself to an extent, the ability to get something that is an Air Jordan 1 while not necessarily being or actually being the Air Jordan 1 high, which is really what everybody likes. Obviously, there's Air Jordan 1 low tops, which are OG, which have a history and a nostalgia to them. But I'm talking about this is sort of an in-between because the Air Jordan 1 mid to me looks more like an Air Jordan 1 high than it does an Air Jordan 1 low. So I'm using that particular comparison for that reason. Now, you can go and look up the Air Jordan 1 mid and you can find tons and tons of colorways, like I said. And what you are finding now in the way that the sneaker market has evolved over the last couple of years, specifically since the pandemic, to the point that it is nearly impossible to get just about any sneaker, the Air Jordan 1 mid now has become something that is coveted, at least in the resale market, because what we're seeing is that the resale prices are nowhere near what they are for other coveted silhouettes and other coveted colorways of the Air Jordan 1. But 
we're seeing them kind of hovering around retail and retail is a little bit more affordable. We have seen the price of the Air Jordan 1 continue to rise. It's now, I think, 170, in some cases, $200 for the Air Jordan 1. I mean, that's a lot of money. Even in today's world where inflation continues to make things rise and rise, that kind of price for something like a sneaker is really more than a lot of sneakerheads can afford at the kind of volume that they seem to come out with these particular colorways. So the Air Jordan 1 Mid presented itself as an affordable option where you could get something that looked exactly like an Air Jordan 1, except you were maybe missing about an inch on the collar. But the thing that's interesting about this is that they use the word mid. Now, I understand the word mid in this particular case or in this particular context to talk about the height of the collar of the shoe or the height of the shoe in general. But if you think about the word mid and somebody uses that word to describe something, whether it's your opinion, whether it's your car, your house, whatever, and they say, insert whatever it is, is so mid, that's really an insult. Really what they're telling you is that what you have is poor or average at best. And the Air Jordan 1 Mid, I think with that name, again, I understand that it has more to do with the physical appearance and makeup of the shoe, but when you're telling your major customers that this is the Air Jordan 1 Mid, there's probably a lot of jokes around there about the fact that Air Jordan 1 Mids are seen as mid, I think, by the culture. The other thing that I think Jordan Brand and Nike do not do in terms of doing a service to the Air Jordan 1 Mid is I think because it is so affordable, they're not putting the kind of craftsmanship and materials into the shoe. Now, I myself have had a couple of pairs of Jordan 1 Mids, and it was really early on in my sneaker journey because I didn't really know a whole lot. I was looking for what I could find, and I remember finding a black and red Air Jordan 1. I didn't actually know what mids were. I didn't know that there were different distinctions in terms of heights of collars and all that stuff. I was really getting back into the sneaker game, and I had a lot to learn and really a lot of history to learn and accept. And so I bought a pair of them. I was really excited that I could find a pair of Air Jordan 1s. And at the time, I didn't realize just how coveted they were even back in 2018. Obviously, you fast forward now and they're super coveted to the point that it's almost impossible to get them. And I wore them. And looking back at the pictures that I had, there was no difference in look in terms of the way that I wear my pants with an Air Jordan 1 mid and an Air Jordan 1 high. And to me, thinking about it, there was really no difference. And I wonder today why people are so off on it. When I think about the craftsmanship of it, and I look at the Air Jordan 1 highs that I have obtained since then, and I look at the care and the really quality materials that are put into those colorways, I now realize that the word mid is really embodied in the fact that they don't put the best materials on them. And I think that that is a missed opportunity because there are so many of them that come out. And I guess the whole point of it is if you're if you're giving it the same love in terms of materials as every other shoe that is selling out with a lot less stock, Maybe the price isn't as affordable, but I would like to think being able to put actually good leather on it, a little bit of suede, having some of those nice buttery leathers and materials on it really wouldn't set them back in terms of costs. And we, the consumer, could pay maybe $10, $15 more and still get an affordable, great looking shoe. And I do wonder if maybe that is what's holding this back. Now, ironically enough, about a year ago, I just saw this. I think it was on either Twitter or Instagram, one of those two. Michael Jordan himself, the man who is behind all of this. And we know that if Michael is wearing something or really any celebrity, but Michael in particular, I think people stand up and notice. And I believe he was at some type of a charity event. It was some basketball related thing. And he had mids on. And I just remember the internet losing their shit because they were like, oh my God, the goat is wearing Air Jordan 1 mids. And for like a day, 
everybody thought that they were cool. Now, there haven't even been a lot of collaborations. I think that's the other thing that delegitimizes the idea of the mid being part of the, the sneaker lore these days and being a an accepted member of the catalog in terms of Air Jordan 1s. And I think it is the lack of any reasonable or hype, for lack of a better term, collaboration with somebody, whether it's a designer. There have been some, the Melody, Asani, Fearless, obviously, that probably put the mids back on the map in terms of, oh, wow, okay, this is somebody who actually means something, who's putting their design eye to it, and those sold out like you wouldn't believe. And actually, if you go on StockX now, you can get a lot of mids. There are a lot of mids out there to be had, and people are buying them. And I think Nike and Jordan brands seem to look at the Air Jordan 1 mid a little bit differently than us sneakerheads do. Us sneakerheads are looking at it from an emotional standpoint and obviously from a money-making standpoint. I mean, of course, we want to flip sneakers these days and make a profit in any way that we can. And I totally get that. I talk about that a lot. And again, there's this is not a judgment of that in any way. But I think a lot of people, when they are into sneakers, especially if they are an old head, they appreciate the history behind a shoe and they've taken the time to learn about it. Like for me, I'm not an old head, but at 40 years old, I know that I was alive when a lot of these things were taking place. So I have taken the time to go back and learn the history to understand how all of these silhouettes evolved, the colorways that mean something. So when they retro a Jordan, what does it mean to the culture today and the old heads today when they retro, say, the military fours or something like that? It meant a lot to me to go back and understand it and not just be caught up in what I'm seeing today. And I think that's part of why I find myself somewhat disconnected from the culture because I'm, I don't find myself in need of getting every single sneaker because there's just so many of them and it's saturated. And to me, it, it needs to feel sacred. The ones that I have have to feel special. And if I have colors of every single one, then it doesn't feel special anymore. And I think that's another thing that happened to the Air Jordan 1 mid is the accessibility and making so many of them probably made them feel less special. I said that about the Yeezy 350, especially the V2s. They've come out with so many colors and so many similar colors. And again, Kanye was striving to get every single person access to Yeezys, and that's great. But sneakers are supposed to be exclusive. There is an exclusivity to sneakers in a way that I think is part of the allure. So if you have the Beluga 350s, that feels special because not a lot of people have those. But at the same time, if millions or billions of people have the Yeezy 350, is it that special? Is it any different than a shoe that you can get at Walmart? And if that's the business goal, that's the business goal. And I think that's one thing that sneaker heads or sneaker culture is maybe a little bit divorced from, is that Nike and Jordan brand are not looking at this from the same lens that we are. They're not looking at it from a nostalgia lens. They're looking at it from a business lens. And we always ask, why do Jordan brand continue to make Air Jordan 1 mids? And the simplest answer is that people are buying them and they are making money. Sure, they're buying other silhouettes, other colorways of famous shoes, all that stuff. We get that. We know that because every single weekend we're continuing to take L's, whether it's on sneakers or Foot Locker or wherever. But we don't have to be taking L's in other places. And the fact that other people have noticed, hey, I can wait for a mid to come out and go find that. You probably can more easily obtain an Air Jordan 1 mid walking into, say, a Foot Locker or someplace like that. And you probably can actually find some of them at the outlets. That's where I found my pair. So people are buying them. The demand is there. It's just not a demand that is vocalized within major sneaker culture. And maybe this is an extension of our world today in that the vocal majority is not really a majority at all. They're just the loudest part of the culture. So maybe sneaker culture in and of itself is a collection of small pockets of people, but I see it as a bell curve for any statisticians out there. I think the lower 5% don't care at all about anything and will wear all reps. The top 5% 
are collectors, they're old heads, they are more buried and steeped in the nostalgia of it. And then I think there's the rest of us, the rest of the 90% or so that are really just about whatever they can get that's available. And I know a lot of people, especially high school kids these days, especially in my neighborhood, they'll buy mids, they'll wear mids because that's all that they can get. And you know what? More power to them. Nike and Jordan Brand are going to continue to do that. But I think if they want the mid to be more accepted in terms of the culture, if they actually care about that kind of thing, then I think what they need to do is put more resources into it. Stop people from potentially gatekeeping on sneakers because a lot of old heads, not, not, uh, not old heads, I shouldn't put this on them. I think there are a lot of people in sneaker culture who feel the need to gatekeep people who want to wear Air Jordan 1 mids because, oh, you're not a real sneakerhead. I get it. There's no real history tied to them. They came out with them so far after the original Air Jordan 1 came out. And I understand you don't feel connected to it. They don't feel really connected or have this place in the timeline of sneakers. But if some teenager wants to wear them, let them wear them. They feel cool. Maybe that's all their parents can afford. And I think that Nike could do themselves a favor by not only catering to the affordable elements of it, but also giving the OG people something to sink their teeth into, something to really hype over. I mean, how hard is it, do you think, for Jordan Brand to put out a really, really killer in terms of quality mid? Like if Ama Manier actually came out and gave us an Air Jordan 1 mid, do you think people would buy it? Thousand percent. And I really wish some designer somewhere or somebody at Nike or Jordan brand would think about this and surprise the absolute hell out of us and really set everything into a tailspin by making Air Jordan 1 mid just as popular as the Jordan 1. Let me know what you think of the Air Jordan 1 mid. I know that most people who listen to this show are not going to like it. You're going to tell me you hate it, and that's fine. Fire Footwear Pod on IG is the place to find me for sneaker-specific content. If you want to get in touch with me related to anything else, it is Twitter at Freights is the handle. And visit MattyIceMedia.com for the other podcasts that not only I am a part of, but so many of my friends are a part of. We're trying to put out new stuff, whether it's sneaker-related content or other stuff. Sometimes these things fall in multiple worlds and you can kind of go back and forth. The sports world is full of people with sneakers and stuff like that. So follow me there. I continue to tell you this, but it still never gets old. I appreciate everybody who tunes into this show. It means a lot to be doing this again, to have the inspiration to talk about sneakers on a weekly basis. And I would love to know if there's something that you'd like me to talk about. So hope this finds you well. I hope this finds you safe. I hope that you are rocking the footwear that you love, that makes you feel good. And as always, folks, I will talk to you all next week. Peace, sneaker lovers. The opinions and viewpoints expressed on Fire Footwear are those of Matt Freights and his guests and not necessarily those of the Matty Ice Media Network. Fire Footwear is exclusively owned by Matt Freights and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.